You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 63. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset, tools, and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go! Hey friend, welcome back. And if you're new to the podcast, then welcome. Today I want to teach you how to stop the nice girl syndrome, stop adapting and man-pleasing, and start communicating what you want and what you don't want in an empowered way. Because doing that is going to make you feel better, it creates a better foundation for a relationship, and it makes you hot and sophisticated. So, what's not to like? So in this episode, I'm going to explain to you first, what is the nice girl syndrome? What is it all about? Why is it a problem? And why is it so difficult for so many women to say what they want and don't want to a man? And then, of course, I'm going to share with you why is it that it makes you sophisticated when you do so? And finally, I'll give you some examples and scripts. So what to do and not to do, some very concrete guidance. So what is then the problem? What do I mean when I talk about the nice girl syndrome? It's when you have a difficult time setting boundaries. You compromise yourself. You stretch yourself because you don't want to risk making him disappointed or lose interest in you. And where boundaries are an expression of what you don't want, you might also struggle to say what you do want out of fear of being perceived as demanding. And then it could be that you don't want to say it out loud if you disagree with him, but you downplay your own opinion or express yourself with self-doubt if he comes across as very confident. And then it can also be when you are just busy trying to think of ways to please him because you want him to like you. And it's not that there's anything wrong with pleasing a man that you are dating, but if you do it to get a certain reaction from him, to have him reassure you that he likes you, or when you go against your own boundaries to please him, then it's the form of pleasing that will not work for you long term. Now why is it important to pay attention to? Setting boundaries, saying no from time to time, allowing yourself to disagree when you disagree. That is what protects and ensures your emotional well-being. It's what allows you to breathe and keep your autonomy in a relationship. If you don't do that, you will eventually become bitter and resentful. You will do the things that you don't want to do, and you will not do it with joy but with a negative energy where you both feel frustrated and annoyed with your partner for making you do all this, but also with yourself for doing it. And in the meantime, he knows nothing because you never told him that you don't want to do the thing that you don't want to do. So it's really not fair to yourself, but it's also not fair to your partner because the resentment that builds up is going to impact the relationship. And the only one who can feel when you are crossing a boundary and when you maybe should have said no, that is yourself. And the same goes for the pleasing. 
if you are focused on pleasing him because you want a certain reaction from him, not because you want to just please him, you are also going to have this feeling that here you are doing a lot and you are not getting much back. And if you sometimes in relationships have caught yourself thinking about a partner after all that I've done for him and he can't even do this for me, then that is a sign that you might have gone beyond yourself to please a man. And as I said earlier, there's really nothing wrong with pleasing a man if you just feel like doing that. It's only when you do it to get a result, to make him do something back or make him like you more, then it becomes a problem. And then there's this thing about asking for what you want. And for many women, this is also difficult because we don't want to be demanding and we prefer it if our partner can figure it out on their own, which they can't always. And then we try to hint to it indirectly, but it doesn't always work either. And then maybe we become annoyed. Setting boundaries. Asking for what you want. Being honest and speaking your truth is being responsible with yourself. He cannot read your mind and he cannot take care of you and it's not his job either. You are an adult and you have to take care of yourself and say no when there's something you don't want to do. And then his job is to listen and respect it. But why is it that so many of us have a problem stating what we want and what we don't want? So I already gave you a few reasons for that. We are afraid of disappointing a man and we don't want to be perceived as demanding. But it's important to understand that we are as women also socialized to believe that it's bad to say no. You are selfish if you say no to something another person is asking from you. You are not being nice. Women are often praised for sacrificing themselves and thinking of others' needs before their own. And in some cultures, it's of course worse than others. And in some countries, a woman is really seen as a saint if she's burning herself out on serving her family and not able to protect her own boundaries. Personally, I find that very sad. I think a woman who doesn't set boundaries is not taking responsibility for her well-being and she's not setting a good example for her kids either. But it requires us to be aware of this collective narrative that puts a lot of pressure on women before we can change it. And on top of that, we can have an individual programming from our own background, such as if we have experienced that it wasn't well received when we said no to someone, if it wasn't accepted or respected, and we were told that we can't have a boundary if it's not approved by the other person. Other people need to agree that it's a reasonable boundary and you are allowed to have that before you can. So we can have a very bad experience in setting boundaries and people getting angry or disappointed, creating a conflict and drama when we try to set a boundary. And that just makes us adapt and find ways to do whatever the thing is to avoid the conflict. We can also have experience that the reaction was that We were told that we were difficult, that we were sensitive, or we were high maintenance. So this belief that people will not like us and they will feel disappointed and they will see us as difficult or demanding and you are a bad person for saying no. 
All this is programmed in many women's subconsciousness and blocking us from just expressing what it is we want and don't want. And the sad thing here is that when it comes to men that you are dating, this is just so wrong. You setting boundaries and stating what you want in the right way, that makes you so much more valuable in the eyes of a man. It does not make you a bad or selfish person. Setting a boundary or saying no is an indirect statement of how you see your value. You are signaling to a man that you know your value, you value yourself, and you are not afraid of choosing yourself. And that is very attractive for a man. And I always say that no man wants a woman who says yes to everything and then suffers in silence. And you don't want that from a man either. In a way, we could say that by setting boundaries and stating what you want, you are sending some very clear signals to him that could be, I value myself. I'm worth taking care of. I'm not putting you on a pedestal. I have the courage to say no without fearing that you will run away. I know I have enough value to be able to say no to you and you will still be interested in me. This is very confident and is also very self-loving. An emotionally healthy man will love that. It will make you stand out and it will make him perceive you as someone special. When you set a boundary or you tell a man what you want is also very clear guidance to him. He now knows what not to do and he knows how to make you happy. What is it that he can do that will make you happy? And that is so helpful for him. Boundaries make you hot and speaking your truth makes you sophisticated. Now, it doesn't mean you should say no to everything or just say no to say no. It only means that you get to check in with yourself and feel your boundaries and what you want instead and then express that to him when necessary. So let's look at some examples to see what it could look like in dating. So when you no longer want to be responding like the nice girl who takes whatever flies in her direction, you want to communicate like an empowered woman instead. You want to be careful not to go to the other side of the spectrum where you might come across as a little bit bitchy. It's an art to find the balance where you state clearly what is on your mind and what you want, but without pushing him away. You want to try to land elegantly in the middle because that's where you get the best results. So when you set boundaries, always do it from a confident and kind place. And if you want him to do something for you, think of what can make him want to do that, what could make him feel inspired to do that. Do not set a boundary with the purpose of trying to teach him or judge him. Boundaries are not meant to change the other person. They are meant to protect your space. Let's say he invites you home after the first or second date and you want to say no and then because you're not sure how, you might go to the other extreme and your spontaneous reaction could be something like, what kind of woman do you think I am? I would never do that. I know I might be exaggerating a bit here, but a reaction like this is most likely going to push him away because here he might feel that you're making him wrong. In this situation, you want to pay attention to not saying no to the man, but only to his suggestion. Unless, of course, you do in fact want to say no to him, that's a different story. 
You also don't want to ignore yourself and go ahead and go home with him because you fear that he will then just look for another woman who will if you don't. Instead, you could consider telling him, I would love to see your place, but it feels too early for me still. I would prefer if we can continue dating in public places for now. Is that okay for you? Another example could be that he has asked if you want to meet up in the weekend, but without making any concrete plans. And then Saturday afternoon, he writes you to ask if you are available. And maybe you are, but you just don't want to be invited last minute like this. Here, you don't want to react in a sarcastic way or tell him off for not having set up a plan. Instead, you can tell him, I would have loved to meet up, but since I didn't hear from you, I made other plans. Can you give me a little bit more notice next time, please? Here you also give him a request. You say what you want him to do so it can work better for you. So always think of how to say it in a way that makes him feel motivated to do it. So not in the way that makes him feel like it's not good enough what he's doing or he can never do it right. And you could have many other situations where you want to express a request to him. It's not a boundary, it's more something you would like him to do. For instance, if he asks you out and then comes back with where do you want to meet and what do you think we should do? So basically trying to make you plan the date and you want him to do that, but you feel insecure about how to say that without seeming demanding. Here it's important that you don't just say, oh, I thought it was your job to plan the date or something like that. He isn't going to feel inspired by that. You want to say something like, as much as I like organizing things, I just find it so romantic when a man plans the date. Or, I would love it if you planned the date. Surprise me. Or it could be the classical situation where he keeps texting you in the app and you don't want to have to answer him five times a day. So where you before, when you were a nice girl, you might have just sent him a short answer every time he texts you. And you would feel a bit annoyed because it's taking your time and there's not really any content in the messages. Now you want to get things moving forward, so instead you could say, Hey, I see you like texting, but I'm not a big fan of it, so I might not get back to you all the time. I'm more into meeting up in person, whenever you have a plan. Here you kindly tell him that you are not going to answer all his messages and you would like to meet up and you would like him to plan a date. So you say a lot of things in the same text here. Another example could be that he texts you after 10 p.m. to hear if you want to meet up for a drink, and you are not open for last-minute, late-night dates with drinks because you don't consider that to be a real date where he makes an effort. But maybe you could imagine doing that if you already were in a relationship and you'd been dating for a couple of months, for instance. Then here you could think of how to convey to him that it's a no-go for now, but you might be open to it later if he makes an effort and you're both on the same page. So this could be something like, I'm not really up for late-night dates when we still don't know where this is going and if we're going to have a committed relationship but I would love to meet for a proper dinner date in the coming week, if that's okay with you. Like this, you actually say a lot to him. You say no to late night date. You say that you don't know the status of the relationship, but if you knew it was moving forward and you both wanted something more committed, 
then he would gain the benefit of being allowed to invite you out late at night. And you also tell him the way forward. You guide him to what it is you want. You want a dinner date. Then in this case, if he comes back and invites you for dinner, you want to show a ton of appreciation. This is also part of the communication. When you ask for something and a man decides to honor that and make an effort, you want to make sure to reward him by showering him with appreciation and joy. Because then he's going to think that it's all worth it and he's going to want to do it again and you both are going to feel great about the situation. So these were my tips for today. I know that many of you are going to be able to use some of these scripts and I would love to hear from those of you who try it out or if you have other situations where you need ideas for a script, then ask me and I'll come up with something for you. Just write me on Instagram at Lærke the Love Coach. So this was all that I had for you today and I wish you all a beautiful week and happy dating. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you'll also help other women find it. 